Welcome to the Financial Advisors Advisor, the podcast offering guidance and advice on all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, it's the go-to podcast for any financial advisor in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast. And now, here's your host, Frank LaRosa. Hey, everybody. This is Frank LaRosa, CEO of Elite Consulting Partners. Welcome to our podcast. Glad to have you here. With me always is my uh, trusted right-hand guy, CEO, Dale Dempsey. What's up, Dale? Good morning, evening, and afternoon, folks. It's covering a lot of stuff here. So we appreciate everybody checking in. If you're new to the podcast, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to uh, share it. Hit that like button or smash it, as as Dale likes to say. You're supposed to smash the like button. You're supposed to smash it. Just yeah. click it. Click it. Subscribe. Right. Subscribe. Get notifications. You can see when the new podcasts come out. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And the one thing I would I really ask everybody, we've gotten some awesome feedback from people telling us how much they they like the information. They've used it. We've gotten some interesting calls from folks just asking questions. The one thing I would ask is, uh, as a favor to everybody, you know, spread the word. Uh, if you think that the content is valuable to you, obviously, if you're coming back, you must think it is. Uh, just spread it, share it, talk to your to the guys in your office, people in your office. It's great content. We're continuing to try to get it better and better. Keep sending emails in. The conversations that we're having really add to the content that we're going to be able to um, put out, which is our which our goal is to help everybody that's listening. So. Uh, we never have a, a, a real agenda for what we're gonna, where we're going to go with these podcasts. It really comes down to what you all are looking for and what we can do to help and guide you and give you advice on. So with that said, we're going to sort of get into our conversation today. We're a little late. Uh, we've had a couple of people actually ask me why we didn't post last week. Well, you, you were actually, you were traveling. In, I was in, traveling. Dude, I'm totally, totally, yeah was awesome. Is, is Yeah. Is that appropriate to get into now? Yeah. We'll talk want... a little about that because I think it's relevant to everybody listening and, 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 and trying to be improved on what they're doing, which is why hopefully you're listening to the podcast. So you're part of a part of a group of what, more or less business entrepreneurs. Yeah. So I was really fortunate to be selected as part of a group called the Arte Syndicate, uh, which is led by two awesome individuals, uh, Andy Fursella and Ed Milet, uh, both of them, you should check out their their content on uh, on iTunes and uh, YouTube. They're just super human beings. They've run and grown great businesses, and they're really mentors to me and to all of the, the entrepreneurs in this group. And really, the goal of this group is to share ideas, surround yourself with folks that are doing things better than you or where you can help somebody that maybe you're where you're doing something better and you can uh, guide them and give them some advice. And really the, the biggest thing is, is becoming better at what we're doing both personally and professionally growing a business so we can pay it forward and help the people around us become better people at home and in their professions and, and really just continue to pay, pay that knowledge forward. And so it was a, it was a great summit. We were in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, a beautiful, beautiful location Never been to Idaho, so it was the first time for me. It was well worth the time. It was like three or four days full of content. Uh, we got to see some great, uh, great, great speakers and work with some 
some of the best and brightest people there to help us become better at what we do, which is sort of where today's podcast was really coming from in terms of thinking about where you want to go with your business, right? And, and growing and expanding and really preparation, how this sort of relates to the financial services industry and a lot of the conversations that we have with advisors and broker dealers for that matter that call us on a regular basis looking for help. And sort of the fad conversation today is, you know, acquisition. I want to, we want, I want to acquire advisors. I want to acquire another practice. I want to roll producers into my practice. And this is whether, whether it's financial services, if you're listening to this podcast and, and maybe you run a CPA practice or some other type of business, I was talking to uh, someone that runs a, a home security business, one of the largest Brinks home securities dealers in the country, uh, the largest, I think. And they have the same, sort of the same issues, same opportunities where they're smaller dealers looking to get scale and they roll into into the bigger firms. They, they end up making more money and they have more scale. Their lives are a little bit easier, right? But what we are finding, and Dale, you, I'm sure you have these calls all the time. What we're finding is that you might have this idea of growing and acquiring practices, but you'll start thinking about it and start planning it when you have the opportunity. Like when you when there's an opportunity presented to you, and uh, that's when you'll start discussing, well, how do I roll the guy into my office? How do I, what space is he going to be in? How are we going to share these, my assistant? I'll worry about that later, right? And that's the problem that I think everybody gets into. So there's really, when you boil it down, there's really sort of two ways to look at that. Is you can sort of wait around for it to happen, or you can really act as if and plan as if, which is part of what I had basically four days of thinking about where do you want your company to go? As everybody at my company knows, one of my favorite questions is, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right? And I ask that to everybody. It doesn't matter how big a producer we're talking to. I think everybody could get bigger. If anything, and we were talking about this at our, at our meeting this morning, I think financial advisors aren't thinking big enough. You know, We talk to three and $4 million teams, and when I ask them where do they want to be when they grow up, you know, they say, look, we want to double. Okay, so you want to go to 6 million or 8 million. Like, why not 25 million? It's doable. You're three guys doing $4 million. Okay, there's nothing to say that you can't, you can't get to 10 million or 15 million or 20 million if you have the right ideas and the right mindset and you're prepared. So the biggest flaws that we see with, with this whole process of growing in the advisor space and roll-ups is you're unprepared because you wait for the opportunity to present itself to you. And we've had that, right? You've had some situations where we introduce a, say a potential retiring advisor to someone that's looking, that has some space and they'll bring the advisor in, but they don't know what to do, right? And they lose out to the guy down the street that already has the story planned, that already has the space, that already knows how to integrate that retiring advisor into the into the business. Because that advisor... And that practice already thought about this stuff, was already acting as if, right? Right. Yeah. So, being pro- being proactive versus being passive. Yeah, like in, hope. In a, I, a, I would say hope and a dream. You know, you might yeah. have you might have acquisition in your business plan, but the way to execute on that business plan is a hope and a dream. You're going to fail miserably. You have to really. This is where, or I want you guys to all take some notes here. Is you you really have to think about and visualize what that's going to look like. 
right? So visualize what your branch is going to look like. What types of advisors you want to have that are going to fit well into your office? Because just, just because somebody wants to sell their practice doesn't mean it's right for your practice. And you could really sort of implode your office culture and impact your business by bringing in the wrong person. You know, if you have an all-fee-based business and you bring somebody in that's all transaction and, you know, he's doing options trading and all that stuff, it's not going to end well for either of you. But for advisors and for, for business owners that are looking to acquire practices as part of their growth plan, you need, to, you need to think about the types of advisors you want to bring in. What does your staff look like? What would be the impact of bringing on an advisor at a given production level? What's the impact of the support and service level on your team? How are you going to integrate the technology how are you going to pay them? So are they going to be 1099 underneath you? Are they going to be W-2, employees of yours? What, what does that look like? Uh, you know, We have a lot of conversations with advisors about that. We also recommend you talk to the folks at your firm. Many firms have a sort of a marketing and business development group. And most likely, they have advisors or practices around the country that have done what you're looking to do. So all of the things that we're talking about are not rocket science. We're not like giving you some newfound solution to something. It's, it happens every single day. It's probably happening right now at your own company. You just need to find the right people to help and guide you, but you have to be thinking about it now. Yeah, and you also have to, one thing I see all the time, yeah. you have to be willing to understand that you're probably not an expert in this, especially at the beginning and rely on folks who have done who have done this before who have the experience otherwise and be open to it that's again that's the key thing because if you try to do it on your own chances are you're going to run into a roadblock somewhere rather quickly and and getting past that is going to be a huge challenge yeah. because you've already you've already said and done things that you maybe you can't unwind easily right one of the mistakes that that I see with so like we have we have a, we have somebody moving today a three million dollar practice uh, they're moving to uh, a firm called Triad Advisors Triad Hybrid Solutions right so they're a hybrid firm and they have a value proposition so what, what we're talking about is understanding what your value prop is and knowing how to tell it we've been in situations where we've made an introduction to a client of ours that that we're working with we we moved them somewhere and, and now we're trying to help them grow through acquisition of smaller producers because that's part of their business plan. And the mistake that they make, at least at the beginning, when they sit down with an advisor, is they want to tell that advisor how great they are. Let me tell you about what an awesome wealth management business we have and how we run money and all of this stuff, right? And there's a fine line between talking about your value proposition and just talking about yourself, and the advisor that you're trying to get to come into your practice, all, all they really care about is how, how is it going to impact them when they, when they roll underneath your practice. So yes, they want to know about how you run money, but as it relates to how is it going to help them? Yes, they want to know about your experience, but how is that going to relate to helping them? Right. So it needs to be a two-sided conversation. Right. It's just like talking to a client. Exactly. Like, yeah. You know, it's funny you bring that up because- a uh, number of situations there's been, I've had, I've had an advisor client 
ready to retire, looking for the right successor. And inevitably, one of the firms that I introduce them to will will fall into that trap and they'll start, they'll either they'll do one of two things. They'll either talk about what they're doing too much and or going down the road of economics too quickly. And you can sort of, not to get too much into that specific stuff, but yeah, I, re- I recognize what yeah, you're saying. It's not there. about the money, but it's about the money. Is yeah. yeah it's, well, sure. But to your point, though, you you want to make sure that you're you're getting yourself into a position economically that makes sense. Yeah. With you, but but I think I think for most people, most advisors, they're more comfortable knowing that the successor will have their client's best interests in mind, and you know that as as everything to do with money. Sure, but right. maybe not the, on the look, advisor. The, the end. biggest way. The, the biggest uh, sort of takeaway from this when you're when you're really uh, building acquisition opportunities into your business plan, right? So some people do marketing, some people do seminars, some people do all different things, podcasts and social media. And acquisitions is a great way to uh, build your your business. But you have to have everything thought out ahead of time whether you think there's opportunities in your town or market or not, because you would be shocked how many opportunities can come up with somebody right down the street that you didn't even know, right? And that's a mistake I see. People say, well, I know everybody in town. Well, just because the guys, they're not in town doesn't mean that it's not an opportunity for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right, could be people moving into the town you, you never knew about. The way I think about it, there's probably a checklist, and I haven't really thought about it, but if I look at our business, it's maybe portable to the way financial advisors set up their business. You want to have things that are very present that you can articulate to other advisors that are coming in that speak to your core values, something we've talked about on other podcasts. You, you want to have something in terms of a brand that that probably isn't as narrow focused as your last name, you as the advisor. Next week, we're going to actually talk about that in more detail because that's a much deeper, really important conversation. About, okay. So what's in a name, right? Look at that. Right, about there that? Have, there we go. It's like reading my mind almost. I think technology has a lot to do with it, especially if you're acquiring because you, get a, you, you need scales, you need efficiencies. Now, I think just off the top of my head, those are three things that if, if I'm an advisor, I'm thinking about constantly. If I want to acquire... I need this. And probably you probably need some financial resources there too. Right. So throw that you, in really, there. Because you have to think about both sides, right? So we're trying to get you to understand thinking ahead of time, which I think we've beaten that to a dead horse, um, beaten that dead horse, thinking ahead of time. But then the other piece of it is you need to put yourself in the potential acquiree's shoes, right? And this goes into the planning part. So if you were that person talking to you, what would you be asking? How would you address certain questions? And if you can think about that ahead of time and have those answers, you will be tremendously successful in recruiting these guys to and gals to your firm. And that's really the takeaway from this thing is that I'm trying to get everybody to think bigger, to act bigger, to think ahead and plan. Don't be reactive. Be proactive in building out this channel of your business. There are huge opportunities out there for the advisors that are prepared, the advisors that know what to say and talk about, that can express what their value is, what their value prop is, what their core values are, and how ultimately 
you're going to make their, the other person's life better by them rolling up into you. And, and so that's really what, what was important on this podcast today. I just want everyone to understand that. We just see it over and over again. And quite honestly, it's a little bit frustrating when we're talking to folks. They want us to help them. We want to help them, but they need to come back. It's almost like we go back and give them homework. Go do these things and then come back to us. And then we can really help you because we want to make sure that if we're introducing somebody to them, you know, if you're if you're on this and you're listening and you and you're looking to roll up into somebody else, we're going to make sure that we're going to introduce you to a firm that's prepared to help you and to affect your clients. So anyway, I'm glad to be back. Sorry, we uh, we we missed it last week. We have a couple of really solid uh, podcasts coming. I'm really excited about. Uh, we're going to be definitely talking about naming and name brand and how to work that out and the do's and don'ts on next week's podcast. Uh, so with that said, uh, thanks everybody. We appreciate it. Don't forget to go to iTunes, download us, subscribe. As Dale says, smash that like button, uh, leave comments, you know, give us that five-star rating. We really appreciate those. It helps us uh, get our rankings up so more and more people can hear what we have to say and hopefully take a lot of value from what we have to say. As always, love everybody and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. See ya. You've been listening to the Financial Advisors Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, the leading experts in advisor transitions, succession planning, and broker-dealer and RIA M&A consulting. If you're looking for strategic advice or solutions on any of those topics within the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to the podcast, head on over to EliteConsultingPartners.com. 